Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in. Here at the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their passion. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Young businessmen, welcome to podcast number six. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and this is the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. And today is a fantastic day because I have the president of the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, and I guess we could say the Young Businessmen of America, uh, on with me today, Mr. Matt Moore. So Matt, welcome, and uh, thanks for joining me. Man, it sounds way more official than what it really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm all a big fan of uh, speaking things into existence and, uh, you know, kind of getting your subconscious to line up with that. So uh, the way Love I look it. at it is, is we, we're, we're already there. We're already we're already marching towards that and, and building this. So um, if if some people had, didn't hear our first podcast, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and kind of why... Uh, the YBT and the Young Businessmen of America is so important to you. Yes. Um, well, actually, it all started um, five years ago. Uh, Ted Robertson of Robertson Tire Company, he's uh, kind of a big big deal here in the Tulsa area and Oklahoma in general. Many stores, uh, tire and uh, car service stores. And he came to me and he's, you know, he had this passion to just you know, share and, and help the next generation, kind of the do's and the don'ts of business and, and what it means to be a Christian in the marketplace, and and so it, it, it kind of evolved, and I, I, I felt like you know I would do him a favor, but then as I started doing it, my heart just caught on fire for what it is that he was passionate about, and I saw the opportunity, and and I realized that you know that's exactly what I'm passionate about is making a difference, changing culture, and, and influencing people in a very positive way. So um, the YBT in general. I mean, we're, we're focused on, again, I, I think it's good to always repeat this, to connect, inspire, and develop uh, young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose. I'm here, and, and, and you know, this all started, and it, it seems like it was just yesterday, but I look back at it now, and, and I know I was kind of devaluing <laughs> myself a little bit, which I need to stop doing, uh, about the whole official thing. But if you look back and see what we've done, it really is a miracle, and and to see the guys that are connecting, the guys that are, are improving and developing relationships, growing in business, uh, and really making a difference in the community. Uh, the, the, just the energy, the, the, the vibe, and, and the passion and the vision, I think, has really caught on to the community. Yeah, and this is actually, we celebrated five years this year, which is in a kind of an exciting milestone, first of all, in the sense that it, it flew by, right? But also in the sense that um, it, it's kind of confirmation, or at least I viewed it as confirmation that we're we're impacting the community. We're making a difference. If if we were an organization that was kind of struggling to grow, or um, that I don't necessarily think had a, like a strong vision of what we wanted it to be, I don't think we would be kind of at the at the point that we're at. And so I think for us, you know, figuring out ways to give back, figuring out ways to help the community, and really focus on helping that next generation. 
has kind of been at our core. And in terms of confirmation, just the uh, the growth that we've seen, and you know, hopefully this podcast and reaching even a larger audience is is confirmation that we're, we're we're taking steps in the right direction, and that that thing is probably one of the most important things. I mean, I find yeah. myself, um, you know, talking to people and 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 it, it at times feeling like, you know, why should they be listening to me? I'm just I'm just some guy, right? Like I just. I'm, I'm, I'm a younger guy. I don't know that I have anything to say. And I have to constantly remind myself uh, that I do have something to say. And, and you too, you have, you have a lot to say. And there's a lot of people that, um, that want to hear what you have to say. But I think too often we hold it in and we, th- we, we think to ourselves, well, you know, I'm, I'm not qualified or I'm not, I'm not uh, educated enough or I'm not, I don't have enough experience to say things that will speak into people's lives. And I think the the thing that's most real about everything is is kind of reaching people where they're at, but that also means being real and reaching people where you're at. Yeah, I, and quite honestly, Evan, I mean, I think we can all learn from each other's experiences, and I feel like we both have something to say, and we can, you know, obviously help people uh, through certain times through our own experiences, and we've gained wisdom from that. But most importantly, you know, I don't think people are are, are purposely you know, following the the young businessmen of Tulsa because of just me and you and some of the other leaders in there. I think that's a part of it. I think people are inspired to see what we've done in the community and the, and the uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars that we've been, you know, conjuring up to make a difference uh, and even just impart to guys and help, you know, improve men's lives and, and what it means to be a leader. I think overall, I think it's the vision. I think it's the uh, the purpose in which we are pursuing, which we are presenting. Uh, the thing that caught our hearts, uh, I think, is hitting a nerve in the community and, and the surrounding area. It's it's not just hey, I want to I want to follow Matt and Evan because I think they you know have done all these great things. Not to not to diminish our our achievements, but I think it's a bigger draw. I think there's a I think there's a magnet that is drawing people to the vision and I think it's the purpose behind it. Yeah, no, and I, I, I want I don't want to like uh, make it into a YBT love fest, but what I do want to do is talk about inspiring people. Like if mm-hmm. we can inspire people uh, in our community, in, in in our country to stand up and give back to their community and help other people, that's that's the ultimate goal. We've I think been able to accomplish that to some degree. Um, but for me, it's more or less opening my eyes to the size of the opportunity. One of, one of the things I was writing down uh, when you were talking was vision plus action equals impact. And I think that if we can take a vision that we strongly believe in, and we can find ways to act on that, that's how we're going to impact our community. You talk a lot about impacting culture and changing culture. And I think that you know this is a vehicle for us to do that. But I think that if you're not in a community that has a young businessman of Dallas or a young businessman of, of St. Louis or whatever else, that doesn't mean that you don't have to do anything. Uh, it really just means that there is a proven concept out there that, that like-minded individuals, that younger next generation uh, business leaders, they need to band together and they need to find ways to work together. And, and actually one of the reasons that I wanted to kind of bring you on to the podcast today was we just had our monthly forum. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody uh, what our monthly forum is and, uh, and and kind of explain it to our listeners. Yeah. 
the member form is designed specifically to create deeper connections and relationships with the guys who participate in our fellowship or our membership. Uh, the reason being is having a luncheon is great. Having hundreds of people at these events uh, is, is awesome, and I think it's very exciting, and we can learn a lot from the speakers. But I think the real magic uh, is in the member forms, and it's not, it's not flat. There's not a lot going on. We just join up at somebody's house, and we like last night we sat around a, a fire, and we had the guys just opening up about life, about things that they've experienced, about things that they're currently going through, uh, and really not only allowing us to uh, get to know each other better, but to have a real moment of honesty and support. You know, it's it's about creating that support system uh, in those relationships because. You know, YBT is great. You know, networking will happen in the, at the end of the day, uh, but it's not our motive. It's not our goal. You know, we don't we don't put these luncheons on and we don't put our events on just so we can network and try to seal the next big deal. It's more about okay, are are there some gentlemen that I want to do life with that I value that I see uh, potential to really be you know brother a brother and and help me through hard times and and even in the good times share share in the victories. Uh, because I think, you know, we're designed and we're built to have relationships, and the the member form uh, just has been a great opportunity for guys to kind of fill that hole and that gap in their life. Because I think uh, we can get so drawn up into our families uh, or our significant other or uh, our work itself, and then at the end of the day, you know, not really have close guy relationships. And I think I think that's very important uh, because. You know, as leaders, we have to lead our households. We have to, uh, you know, lead in work. We have to. There's so many areas where we're expected to lead, and I think men were designed to lead. But I also think that you know, there's certain things that we can't always share uh, with, you know, maybe our significant other, our wife, our families, because if you know, some if we were to give them a sense that you know, we were struggling or having a hard time. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't paint a, a real good, secure picture in the mind of your wife or your, or your significant other. I think it. I think it literally. Uh, you've got to have that outlet. You've got to have guys that can understand, that can relate, and can support you, and that you can share this information with and say, "Hey, listen. You know, I'm trying to be strong, but I need. I need some help. I need someone to lean on. I need to share this. I need to get this off my chest." Uh, and I think that. I think what we do is we want to provide a, a, an a opportunity for them to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You actually answered the question that I didn't get to a ask you yet. So kudos for reading my mind a little bit. There. <laughs> my question was going to be, why do you think it's important for guys to open up about their lives and, and their struggles with other guys? And I think that uh, you kind of Tarantino'd it on me. But um, I, I really loved the answer that you had because or, or kind of the message that you were saying was, um, you know, as leaders in, the, in your family and in your business, and in your spiritual life and all these other things, you're, you're essentially at the top, right? You're, you're the one that everybody looks to, the one that people are going to kind of unload on. And so, you know, sometimes that can be a struggle and it can be very lonely at the top. And one of the things that I've, I've kind of realized over the last couple of years is if you are alone and you feel alone, you feel helpless sometimes, right? You feel like, hey, I'm the only one going through this. And your perspective is that I have the most challenging 
situation going on right now and I'm really stressed or I'm just, I'm carrying this. And so uh, when I carry this weight, maybe I'm more frustrated uh, or maybe I'm shorter with people or maybe I'm not my happy-go-lucky self. And I think the challenge with that is, is that that overflows to everything else that we do. And that's, that's not, that's not what we want. We don't, we don't want to come off as a jerk. We don't want to come off as being frustrated or short tempered all the time. But ultimately I think when you, when you are in that position as, as men, we, we tend to carry that because we feel responsible for it. But then at the same time, we feel like, you know, we're supposed to be invincible, right? We're supposed to be uh, infallible and always right. And so we don't want to have those times where we're admitting that we feel like we're failing or everything else. And so that, that weight just continues to build and build on us to the point where um, we just get so burned out that we don't know what to do. And I think that having that opportunity to sit down with guys who are either maybe in a similar phase of life or have already maybe overcome some of those struggles. Um, I think that that's so freeing to where you can kind of take that burden off your shoulders and say, you know what, um, that perspective has really helped change my mentality towards this. Um, so last night, I'm not going to get into any details, but last night, some of the guys really opened up about some of the struggles they had in their life. And for me, I felt like all my, all my challenges in the last five years were about half an inch tall compared to some of the stuff that those guys went through. And for me, it was, it was one of those things where I actually felt a little silly, um, almost being frustrated with uh, the challenges that I've had in life or, uh, you know, I felt, I felt like, you know, maybe I was, I was definitely blowing things out of proportion because things could have been way more dramatic, way, way bigger. Um, but I, I didn't have the right perspective. My perspective was that my incident was the sole incident. And when you hear about some of the things that other people go through, it helps you kind of open up your mind a little bit and say, you know, here's what these guys had to do to overcome these things. And it is, it's, it's an encouraging moment too. Well, you know, with the, with the whole time that we had last night, you know, my, my first question was, you know, what do you do uh, when you're going through a tough time? You know, because we're all, we're going to have those valleys. We're going to have a hard time. But, you know, how do we remain productive? Because sometimes when we're in work, you know, we, we might be going through a really challenging time personally. And, and that could affect our, our work. And I think that's really what started the conversation. And as, and as important as it is to kind of try to keep things together, to be a leader, to, to um, you know, be as strong as you can, we're not perfect. And, and I, don't think, I don't think a leader uh, should be perceived as, as necessarily flawless because I think it's an unhealthy view of a human being. And I think with having a group like this, it really allows us to... Um, that outlet to show, look, I'm, I've got issues. I'm not perfect. I've messed up or I've gone through this hard time. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's healthy. And, and I think, uh, to, you know, mistake to, to go back to that idea of as men, are we supposed to always be strong? Or, you know, it's what society puts on us. I mean, I think, I think strength is, can be viewed in different ways. I mean, I, I was told, or even just the idea that I had, um, you know, as a younger person, I think it's, easier to not uh, acknowledge your emotions concerning maybe your failures or concerning um, a certain situation uh, but it's 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 harder to really 
uh, address them and acknowledge them and to really dive into them and dissect them. I think it takes the bigger man to say, I need help, uh, than it does for, for the person to act like they, you know, have it all together and that they're perfect and that they're going to push through it. So, um, last night was, was awesome. Uh, you know, again, not going into details, um, but just to hear some of the stories and how people dealt with it and even how, you know, when in their work time, you know, what did they do to get through certain situations? And I heard, I had one guy even mention like, well, is it okay for me to share some of the stuff with a coworker? You know, is it, is it okay for me to let personal stuff kind of bleed into, uh, my work, my work relationships. And, uh, and so we talked about subjects like that. We talked about, okay, how do you, how do you manage a situation like this? And, and I think it was, it was a good thing. I mean, I think guys, uh, I think felt, uh, comforted knowing that they're, they were, they're not the only ones that have kind of walked a similar path and that, you know, it's possible. It's possible to get through those things, especially with your walk with the Lord and, and, and what that looks like and, and how do you, lean on your brothers. So Yeah, no, absolutely. And and one of the things you said was talking about how you need help. And I think and I'm gonna talk personally, so this if anything, this is Evan counseling right now, but uh I'm not a person that typically will ask for help. Um I will be a person that will figure it out on my own and kind of dig deep and always have that self reliance. And so for me it's 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 against my intrinsic nature, if you will to to ask for help and so for me when i get into a situation where i'm really over my head where i can't do it it's it to me asking for help is admitting failure and so i think some of the guys in the group kind of related to that and it was one of those things where it's okay we have to come to the realization that it's okay for us to ask for help and i think you know when i was in my 20s um that 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 would have never happened that you know if i were to go back to my 20 year old self and and say hey you know do you, do you think you need help on this you you know you, you feel like you're failing a little bit and the answer would have been no i got this i'm going to figure it out i'm going to put my head down i'm going to plow through and i'm going to double up and that's that's what's going to push me through this and i'll get there but what i'm realizing is i have never experienced a situation where i was completely helpless and i feel like that there are people out there that do have situations that they feel like like are completely helpless. And we kind of got into the topic of, you know, what do you do at that point? Um, you know, Sean talked about in one of our previous um, podcasts and also in his um, address to our group that the closest he felt to God was when he felt the most helpless. And we kind of talked about that in the group as being one of the things that uh, the reason that we're that way is because we realize that we need help. And it's harder for a person who has always been able to, um, you know, overcome any challenges they've had in life to recognize that need for God because they've always been able to do it themselves. They've never gotten to that point where the struggle was so great that they realized it's completely out of my hands. Now, um, I've actually had situations come up that I've gotten to that point and realized that, you know what, it doesn't matter what I do. Um, success is not completely in my control. I can do the work, I can prepare myself, and I can put myself in position for success, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Uh, and so once I kind of came to that realization, um, I realized that I as a person 
uh, and a Christian need to trust trust God. And, and one of the things that we talked about last night was that that ability to trust God and give your challenges to God are really the thing that helps you, A, get closer to God, but also get through the challenges that you have. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, personal example, I mean, I, you know, years ago, uh, eight, eight to ten years ago when I was str- struggling severely with autoimmune conditions. I mean, there was, there was times where, you know, like basically I, there, there was nothing I could do other than just give it to God and, and continue to, you know, lean on his promise that everything was going to be okay, that he was going to, uh, you know, supply everything. He was going to uh, come through for me. He was going to bring healing to my body. Um, I had to put, I had to put myself in a situation where like, all right, this is scary as heck, but I've just got to let it go. I've got to, you know, be work on my faith and and continue to push in the right direction. Of okay, this is this is a vision of my life. This is where I'm going to go. This is this is the person I want to be. And Lord, I'm going to believe that you're going to bring this into my life because I know that uh, you've promised me healing. You've promised me health. And uh, and and so I think being in that situation, being in that state, is a healthy place, uh, regardless of whether it's your health. Uh, your, your family, uh, your business, I th- think it's as sucky as it is to be in a really crappy valley, like at the end of the day, what inspires people? At the end of the day, what is it that gives people the courage to keep on going, to give them hope? Uh, it's, it's to see and hear the stories of other people, how God showed up in their life. And I think one of the most important things for me going through that hard time, uh, you know, battling disease was... I would hear, I would, I would constantly watch and listen to stories of, of miracles, uh, provision. I would read books on healing. I would, anything I could do to uh, inundate myself with stories of hope, with stories of, of good endings, um, you know, positive endings, uh, positive outcomes. Like I, I just, I wanted my mind to be positioned and geared towards that. And I think that that's why it's so important to be able to hear each other's stories and and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, let me let me ask you this as kind of a follow-up question to what you just said there, and I appreciate you kind of opening up about um, you know some of the things that you've overcome in life. Um, kind of taking that into consideration, like all of those challenges that you you've you've overcome with your health. So fast forward to now. Now you have a major struggle in your life. Okay. Yeah. And maybe not as um, daunting as kind of the, the diagnosis that you had yeah. uh, eight, eight, ten years ago. So how has that affected your thought process and kind of how you approach things um, now? I mean, do you, do you feel like, you know, because of that, you are able to uh, more easily overcome or is the, the, the struggle just as real? Um, with, with things that are, are less daunting than, than my first experience with yeah. the health stuff. Okay. Or, yeah. Or maybe, maybe potentially greater than, um, you know, it, it has made me stronger for sure. And so I think one thing I notice is that I don't give a lot of weight, uh, to certain circumstances, uh, because, you know, I, I can have a, a tendency to, to stress too much if the situation is is just overwhelming, um, but what I've noticed is because I've gone through a lot, uh, it really has to, it has to be a big knockdown uh, in order for me to like kind of go whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on let's reassess. Um, I think it's it's more of you know all the things that I learned 
you know, with visual, visualization, with not reacting on my uh, pure emotions, uh, with stepping back, with, um, you know, taking the truth that I know in my head and letting it become real in my heart, confessing it, uh, you know, walking in a direction, you know, renewing my mind and, and thinking on things that are positive. Uh, it, I, I am not, I, I would say it makes you stronger for sure. I mean, I think some of the greatest people on earth who have achieved a lot, who have done a lot of great things for society, uh, I think the one thing that you see in common with them is that, you know, things that would typically knock the, the normal person over and, and, and kind of just, you know, keep them to the ground and, and have them quit. Uh, a lot of these people who've done great things, they've had multiple situations in their lives where they had every opportunity to quit, but they got back up and it was a devastating loss. It was a devastating setback, but they kept going forward. And I think their story not only inspires other people, but it was that conscious choice. It was that decision in that moment to continue to apply what they've learned, to continue to be positive, to continue to push forward, uh, continue to visualize and see what they want out of life. And, uh, and I, again, I mean, they, they're stronger for it. I mean, the smaller things, I mean, you look at some of the most uh, stressful jobs, you know, in the world and you think, man, I, I am totally not capable of maybe being in this situation or being or leading this type of organization or whatever it might be, uh, whatever that top of the pyramid is for you. Um, the whole process uh, of getting there, the person who is there, has gone through a lot of junk, a lot of trouble, has learned a lot. Um, and if they haven't, if for some weird reason they were just put there unprepared, uh, they're probably not going to stay there for very long. But I think the people that have uh, remained at the top for a long time, um, I think they've, they've gotten stronger because they've had those persecutions, they've had those setbacks, and, and they, they know how to deal uh, with certain circumstances. That kind of ties into the quote that I heard uh, this morning that I really like. It says, the road to success is always under construction. <laughs> and, and what that means to me is that uh, the road to success is not a smooth, freshly paved road. It's going to have bumps and it's going to have potential setbacks and it's going to have delays, right? It's going to have all these things that we think about with like kind of trying to navigate the traffic of construction in that road to success. And uh, kind of when I heard that, it, it just made me think about all those stumbling blocks that you have in life, all of those things that you feel like are just kind of either holding you back or, or slowing you down or whatever else. One way to look at them is stumbling blocks, right? But the other way to look at them is stepping stones. And those stepping stones are the, the things that are helping to elevate you, to take you to that next level. And I would say that the road to success isn't exactly a flat road either in terms of linear. It's more vertical, right? So the, the higher you get, the, the, the more challenges that you'll potentially face. But kind of like what we talked about in the beginning is looking back at the five years of the Young Businessman of Tulsa, um, it was not an easy road. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you can remember the times when we would uh, yeah. you know, get together and there'd only be a couple of guys where we tried to organize something and, and nobody showed up or like one person showed up. And, you know, that, that was a potential setback. That was a stumbling block uh, in our minds at the time. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it was really nothing. And yeah. our sp perspective has changed because we are now able to turn around and look back and say, you know, because of all of the, the, those things that we did, we we're able to get to this point. It's like climbing a mountain. And you don't feel like you're getting very far or that you've accomplished very much until you turn around and look back. And that's, that's where the perspective 
ultimately changes. And, and so, um, you, as you're kind of talking about all those different things, it just, uh, it's just very fitting that that, that kind of quote came in, into play that the road to success is always under construction. And hopefully that encourages people. I mean, my, my goal with this and, and, and I know our goal with the, uh, with the group is to, uh, connect, develop and inspire, uh, young leaders to find and pursue their passion. Uh, the podcast itself is our goal is to inspire you and it's to challenge you and to help you get uh, to that next level in life because it is attainable. Um, so I would, I want to kind of close today with a, a challenge to anyone that's listening that if you're not a part of a group um, that is uh, kind of either holding each other accountable or maybe it's a, a mentorship where you're kind of reaching out and you have someone who is maybe a little bit further along in life, uh, that you reach out to them and you, you try to connect yourself with either like-minded individuals or individuals that you aspire to be. Uh, Jim Rome said that uh, you're the average of the five people that you hang around. And I know Matt hears me quote that a lot, but it's true. It's, it's ultimately finding those people that you want to become. And what will happen is uh, as you hang out with them more, you will start to take on their characteristics and success leaves clues. Uh, you can kind of see the things that they're doing, see their habits, see their relationships, see how they interact with people. And you'll start to pick up on those things. And it's going to help you become that person that you want to be. So my challenge to you, uh, the listener, is to find someone or some group to get involved. Don't hold inside all of the struggles that you have or the challenges you have, find a trusted individual to find a good friend and don't isolate yourself because if you do something like that, you're ultimately going to uh, uh, kind of with, withhold your life from its, its, its true potential. So Matt, I want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for um, kind of your vision and, and leadership for the group. And uh, ultimately, I want to say uh, thank you to the listeners for uh, tuning in. And uh, I encourage you guys to make sure that you subscribe. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Leave us a review. And uh, thanks for joining us. Young businessmen, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, check out our website at www.ybtok.com or email us at ybtoklahoma at gmail.com. If you live in the Tulsa area and would like to hear one of our great speakers live at our monthly luncheon, we meet on the second Monday of every month from 12 to 1 p.m. Like us on Facebook for details about locations and upcoming speakers. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast, where we connect, develop, and inspire young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose.